0: and responsible gaming resources.
1: Hello there and happy Monday. Today is Monday, October 4th, and on Sunday afternoon, the Eagles fell short to the Kansas City Chiefs 42-30. So now the Eagles are 1-3 heading into week 5. Some of the biggest area of concern from Sunday's loss to the Chiefs were, of course, penalties, which continues to be a huge issue and the inability to stop the run. Earlier today, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke with the Philly media and is at the podium with a presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachelle Prevett, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Nick Sirianni touched on making adjustments to get running back Miles Sanders more touches. He touched on the issue with the run defense the last few weeks and his confidence in Jonathan Gannon. And he also discussed the necessary steps that the team is taking to minimize penalties. Take a listen. Hey, Nick, is there any update on Lane and if he'll be back in time for practice this week? And also after looking at the tape, how did the offensive line do, mainly when it came to Nate Harebig, Jack Driscoll, and Landon Dickerson in their new spots?
2: Yeah, no new update on Lane. Uh, like I said yesterday, he's going through a personal matter, um, and we're just going to keep it at that for, you know, for right now. Um, I have no new update. As far as far um, As far as Jack, you said Jack and Nate, you know, the guys that stepped in, I thought... You know, I thought they did a a great job. Um, I really did. I thought they battled. Um, I we when I mean, you guys asked me that yesterday, I just thought that those two, those guys battled. They they got put the, the you know in a situation where um, where they had to come and step in and and they did a very good job at that. And a tribute to Howie and his staff of getting building depth at that offensive line. And so um, again, just can't say enough for how Jack Driscoll and Nate Herbig played. I thought they both played. You know, as we grade guys. I won't get into grades very often here, but as we grade guys, I, I thought, you know, we it's, re, it's really, of did he play good, did he play okay, or did he play bad? And we thought that both of those guys played good games, so they, they graded out as, you know, high for us.
1: Go ahead, Tim, and then Ed Kratz. Hey Nick, I'm sure you spent some
2: time thinking about how you can get Miles
1: Sanders going. Uh, I'm curious, uh, you know, what adjustments you think you can make on, on your end and then maybe one area um, of improvement that he uh that he can show in order to make that happen.
2: You can always get the the running back involved right by by handing him the football and you know, um and because you know you see some of the things that we've done for for Kenny Gainwell in the past game, you know, we we see him kind of in that mode of of how we're getting him the football. So, you know. But that's, you know, sometimes with us in our run game, we're reading things, right? And it, it's a re- it's a read where Jalen can run it or it's a read where he can pull it. So, you know, there's more calls to Miles than they're showing up on the stat sheet. I, you know, I, I hope you guys, or I think you guys understand that, um, that, you know, sometimes the defense dictates, just like, you know, just like a receiver that you plan to go downfield with, you know, you want to throw it to him, but the defense dictates what, what he gives you. And so, you know, that's 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 just how the style of the offense that we that we run and that we play is you know we we try to keep a guy unblocked at times and we read him and 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 that's and sometimes he gets the touches based off the defense's playing and sometimes he doesn't so you know there's not we have we have the the ultimate confidence in Miles you saw what he did when he got a couple touches in the you know out in the out in space the other day um, with those two long game or two plus ten yard gains he had in the on, on catches so. Um again, it's it's nothing that he's doing. We're just the ball the, the reads are given, are are taking the quarterback other places with the ball. Um, but we look forward to continuing or to get him going in our offense more.
1: Go ahead, Ed, and then Dave Zingaro.
2: Yeah.
0: Hi, Nick. Um after you looked at the tape and you looked at the run defense, what what seems to
2: be the issue there? Uh why why so many big yards these past few weeks? Yeah, you know, we, first of all, we got to put our guys in position to make plays. I don't think they're, that's, we're always, we're always going to talk that way. We're going to always, we're always going to be critical of ourselves first as coaches. And, and, you know, Just because it's defense doesn't mean that's not. uh, I'm, you know, that's my responsibility too, right? Because I'm the head coach of this football team, and any product that you see on the field uh, has my name on it, and I'm responsible for it. So, um, so we got, we just got to do a better job of of putting them in position to succeed, and 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 then there's there's just the execution part of it as well. And so when you're playing a little bit more middle field open coverages like we're playing, we got to be able to do some more things with the front, um, be able to change some things on the front. Um, and create a couple of issues for the offense, that, and so they can't just they can't just run it when you're in those middle field opens. Because I think you guys see that you know when you're in the middle field, some of the middle field open coverages that we're in, um, the the big pass play gets limited, right? The big pass play gets limited. But you know if you're not doing some of the right things in the front. Um, with what you're doing in the front, then the run game can be susceptible, right? So you give a little, you get a little, but, you know, anytime you run for 200 yards, anytime a team runs for 200 yards on you, you know, you got to look at the coaching first and look at it there. Um, You know, obviously we were very critical and hard on ourselves this morning. Um, it It was some tough conversations in the defensive room this morning uh but you know that all in attempts to get better and to improve from this and we we feel like we're taking the right steps to do so um but we d- but there's no secret we need to do so and we need to we need to uh make sure that we stop the run um on first and second down
1: go ahead dave and mike okay. k and nick where's your confidence level in jonathan gannon being able to, to fix this for your defense
2: yeah uh you know I'm, I'm still very confident in John and Jonathan. Uh, let's, let's not forget the first two weeks we we stoned an Atlanta offense and then we stoned the San Francisco offense, and so you know at that point there there was a lot of chatter that you know how good Jonathan was doing, and I still think he's doing good. All right, obviously you you, you come off two games where you give up, I, I'm not gonna say he scored they scored forty points, his offense gave seven points up against Dallas. so thirty five points and forty two points or whatever it was. Um, that's not good enough, right? We all know that, but I know what the, that what he's capable of I know what the defense is capable of. my and I know what his defensive staff is capable of. So I'm very confident uh, that we'll get you'll get these things fixed. And that will, that will improve from this and, um, and go, and go from there.
1: Mike and the Martin Frank. Hey, Nick, Uh, a lot of the times when we see a first
0: uh, year staff or a young roster, and then we see a lot of penalties, we chalk it up to kind of growing pains, but we're seeing a lot of penalties from veterans Uh, over 60%
1: or guys with three or more years of experience. What does that say to you about your control
2: over what's kind of going on in the day to day and how that's impacting games? Yeah, well, obviously it's very it's impacting games a lot. Um, our number of penalties is is definitely very high. I think, but yesterday our we had what forty nine yards in penalties, and I think the the Chiefs had forty six with with less. Um, uh, so the they I think we ended up being minus three in the penalties yesterday, minus three yards in the penalties, and so um, we talk we talk about it a lot. Um, again, my job is to make sure this team is better in every aspect, and penalties is an issue right now, and so um, we're doing the necessary steps that we're to take. You know, last week I explained to you guys a couple of the other things that we were doing, a couple of the additional things that we were doing. Um, when we were talking about penalties, uh, today, it was a little bit it was a little bit rougher conversation when we went when we went in there today. Um, it was just a little bit a little bit harsher uh, conversation about how the penalties need to stop um and what we need to do to make the penalties stop and all the different situations we're we're uh, I'm not sure there's many people many teams spend as much time on this as we are, but here's here's the thing. we know when you get, when you have penalties called on you and when you're committing penalties, because, you know, we're committing them. It's not like we're not, we're we're make, they're happening and we're doing them. And when that's happening, right, it, it kind of can snowball into a sense that, hey, the the referees next time or the coaching staff next time is going to come out and and tell you, hey, these guys have an issue with this. They're 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 off sides here. They do these things. They do these things a lot. And now you're now they're looking for that thing. And so we gotta get it fixed. We have to get it fixed because we know that that the teams are looking for it and, and they're gonna take advantage of it. And you know, they're gonna hard count us on third down, they're gonna mess with us on on first and second down. And so we know we gotta get things better. Um that that's what I can tell you is that we're working and, and getting things and trying every approach we know how to try to get things better. Go ahead, Martin, and then John McMullen.
1: Hey Nick, uh you you were saying yesterday that um Jalen's performance was was the best you've seen by a quarterback. Um, you know, going back to your days in Indianapolis and with the Chargers. I was wondering, like, what, what could he do to be even better? I mean, what would you like to see him do to kind of take his game even to the next level?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. And and uh and what I saw yesterday from him was just consistency over and over and over again, right? So it wasn't like I think anybody can go out there and make a splash play. Um, You know, you can see a lot of different guys go out there and make a splash play. But can they do it week in, week out? And can they do it consistently consistently through the first, second, third, and fourth quarters? And that's what was impressive about Jalen's game yesterday is that, um, you know, that he continually made good plays, you know, uh, plays with the football. Um, decisions with the football. He was accurate with throws. He made he made some scrambles when he needed to make some scrambles. Um, you know, I you know I still want him. I, we we talked about this before. I, there was a time or two where I was like, ah, just stay in that pocket and rip that thing over here before you escape over here to the other side. And so you know, we're always gonna. I, but again, I know what his strengths are too. So I don't want to I don't want to cage him up on that. You know, I don't want him to I don't want to I don't want to put anything on him. Uh, that 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 stops them from making plays, and so you know there's a fine line there. But you know just those are a couple things that you're going to see as 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 you know you just want them to stay in there every once in a while um, and and make the play. And and then we got to make more plays on scrambles. Um, what I'm seeing on scrambles is what I what I'm seeing is Jalen has to run on scrambles a lot. We need to make those big plays on scrambles and that's a product of everybody that's a product of the tight ends receivers and running backs working to get open on the scramble so I want to see more big plays uh, happen with the scrambles because Jalen's so good at escaping and and getting out of issues I want to see more plays happen there and 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 that's just not jailing though. You know what I'm saying? So it's I, I want I want to make sure we're better at that as a whole. We got to practice it more. It's on us as coaches first. Always. It's always on us as coaches first. We got to put them in those positions to be able to succeed in practice. Cause everything we do in practice, you know, ends up being happening in the game and we got to practice like we're gonna play. And so again, that those are a couple things. Um, but you know, there's always gonna be and also, you know, there's always gonna be reads you're like, man, I want that one back or I want this one back. And you're not going to play perfect with your reads, especially, you know, when you know they got good playmakers on their team. And so um there's always room for improvement. It it de- he definitely played a good game. And he played one, one of the better, you know, he played he played the type I've that was like I said, that was one of its if you added up all the practices and games I've seen and preseason games I've seen him play, that was right there at the top.
1: Go ahead, John and Jamie Apodi. Hi, Nick. Um curious about the game day dynamic you as an offensive head coach you said your name is on all of this stamped on all of this so obviously uh with jg and 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 he's having good games against atlanta and san francisco but when things maybe aren't going as well as you had planned what what is that sort of dynam- dynamic when you weigh in on the defensive side
2: you know, the, the, where I can help uh, and what I can do is is give the offensive side approach. Uh, hey, I think they're doing this because of this. Or I think that I, w- that makes me nervous if you would have done this. And, ooh, I like when you do that because I'm going to do that. So that's what I have to be able to do, um, you know, and I have to be able to do that not only on a Monday after a game, but I also need to be able to do that on a Sunday to help to help out right there. Um, I have total confidence in our defensive coaches and 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 his and and our staff right there um, and Jonathan and himself. Um, but I can always I can help in there, that scenario. I know I'm thinking about the next set of plays I'm calling, um, and, and I still need to do that, right? I gotta still do that part of my job too. Um, but I, you know, there's gonna be times I know there's be- there's times that I can get on the phones and help out with that process. I need to be better at that. Go
1: ahead, Jamie and Bo Wolf. Nick, being a new head coach in the NFL, it's
2: hard enough as it is uh, without the mental, uh, you know, kind of state that it puts a team in after a long losing streak and the schedule's not really your friend here. You guys go on the road, then you got the Bucks coming in. You know that. How do you kind of keep this team positive and, and avoid a free fall and, and kind of worry about, you know, the big picture here with your guys um, and this all adding up? You know, my job is to, is to come in here and be consistent. You know, I want Jalen to be consistent playing quarterback. I got to be consistent being a head coach and I have to come in here with the same energy every day. Um, I mean, shoot, I, I love what I do. This is, this is great. I love it. And so I, I come in here with the same energy every single day um, and, and, and know that they, they can come in here and see a head coach that's consistent and his delivery and how he makes corrections and how he how he fixes mistakes and how he handles adversity and how he handles success and so my job is to, is to do that to keep everybody even keeled and and just be consistent with who i am each day and so and and then just that our message is is the dog mentality thing regardless of what ha- i mean this is a long season and you know it's it's a real long season we're one quarter of uh, through this whole thing are we are are we are we where we want to be right now absolutely not nobody nobody thinks that and we're not even close and but you know we know it's a long season and we know if you just if you dwell on the things that happened in the past you are not going to give yourself an opportunity to win the next game and that's all it's about is is putting is taking the steps of getting better every day so you put yourself in a position to compete and to win the next game and so and that's what our dog mentality dog mentality is Move on from a good thing. Move on from a bad thing. Learn from it, though, and continue to get better each each and every day. And that's our motto. And that's what we're going to continue to, you know, our core values uh, 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 and our and our dog mentality. That's what we're going to continue to rest our hat on in times of adversity.
1: Go ahead, Bo and Jeff McLean.
2: Hey Nick, this is this is sort of a basic question, and feel free to, to tell me if I'm wrong.
1: But just stylistically, it seemed like the offensive game plan in in this game was very similar to week one in just terms of not just the results but the types of plays you were calling why why wasn't it like that in weeks two and three
2: um yeah well any every week we're, we're trying to do obviously what we thinks best best to win um you know the, some of the things that we did this week were we we thought gave us an advantage this week of of some of the rpos that we ran or some of some of the the quarterback runs that we ran um you know the little bit with the with the, um the Dallas game I think I think you would, if you go back and look the 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 types of the the type of tempo we ran this game and the type of tempo we ran in the um San Francisco game was very similar um there was a lot of tempo that we used in that San Francisco game there was a lot of tempo that we used this last game Hey, and th- this game it worked, and for the offense, and in the San Francisco game it didn't work. I mean, so hey, I, I understand that. I understand that you know when it works and when it when it when it's when you're going up and down the field that there's there's going to be praise, and when that, when it doesn't, there's going to be criticism. I, I get that. I understand that. And uh, and so again, there was a, there was some similarities in there, uh, but again, we're just trying to do what we think's best to win that football game um, each and every week. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, yeah, Nick, how do you feel like uh, Fletcher Cox has performed this season and how do you feel he's adjusted to playing more uh, more three-four front? Yeah, so with with Fletch, you know, one of our conversations that we had with the defensive staff today was, hey, you know, and I, I just like to compare it to offense because I, I think, you know, it's just a, it's easy comparison for me. Like if we have a playmaker on offense that can really make a lot of plays, and we're not throwing the ball to them or handing the ball to them, you know. How do we fix that? How do we, how do we, how do we make that better? Now, there I get it. There's only one football. You guys get that. There's only one football, and and you can only do so much. But and it's the same thing on defense. How are we able, how are we letting our playmakers make plays? And we gotta do a better, it starts with coaching. We got to do a better job of letting our playmakers make plays. So we have to do some different things to to help free them up. I also have said this before and I do believe this as well of there's a lot of attention going to to Fletch and it's freeing up uh, Javon on the other side and it's freeing up some other guys to make plays and so you know, Javon's done a really good job of making plays, and then you know our linebackers got to continue to do their their part of this too. When Fletch gets double teamed, right? We've you know Javon's got to make a play, or the linebacker's got to make a play. So um, we got to do more to get him to get him singled all right a little bit more. But we also got to make the plays uh, when we're not you know the other with the players um, when they're not singled and they'd be able to flow and get to the football. And so again, I, I still believe that. I just I just believe that he's there I know the stats aren't there, but I know he's he's changing the game and doing things changing he's doing things to help us all right even though the stats aren't aren't there. But like I said, we gotta we gotta make sure we're we're allowing him to eat as well.
1: We have time for one more, so we'll go to Zach Berman.
2: And outside of the final score, obviously, what's the
1: first place your eyes go to on the stat sheet after the game? And I, I guess what stat do you think is the biggest indicator?
2: for how your team's doing. I always, I still always go back to the double positive and did we win the turnover battle? All right. And did we win the explosive play battle? Those are the, those are week in week out in the NFL. You win both of those, your, your chances of winning are very high. And, and so I always look at that. I always look at that. And so, and that's a team, that's a true team stat, right? because, the turnover battle is not just hey the offense had no turnovers. Well, did the defense create any turnovers or vice versa? Right? Hey, the defense created three turnovers. Well, the offense gave up three turnovers. Right? And so, you know, you're always looking at that. That's that's first and foremost. And then, like I said, the explosive play battle. When you get an explosive play, right? When you get an explosive play, right? Your chances of scoring go way up, right? And that's that's what it's all about: is scoring more points than the other team. And so, you know, I think uh, you know, I think what we've seen is this week was the first week that we lost we we were actually plus one on the explosive play battle of what we think um we we always say it as plus 16 gain in the pass game plus 10 in the in the run game and we were plus one on that this week but we didn't win the yardage of it so we really didn't technically win right we were plus one on on the amount of big plays we had one more than the chiefs um and then we also have something for special teams too. So it's not complete, you're not going to be able to completely figure out the formula by doing it that way, because special teams has a part in it too. But we lost it by 16 yards. So that one is always, and I don't always get that one right away because there's some th- there's some formula to it. I always get the turnover one right away, but I don't always get that that one always right away. I always like to, you know, this is just me as an offensive guy, I always like to see the quarterback rating. Um, of both guys. I want to see how they played um, because we know, uh, you know, the quarterback is is so important to this game.
0: Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Designers and devs, you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio